You're listening to Financial Sense, the podcast that answers real questions about money in your life and money in your business, recorded in the National Bank of Arizona studio, the only bank you need. I'm your host, Brent Cannon, Executive Vice President, Director of the Community Bank here at National Bank of Arizona. On this podcast, you'll hear real local bankers answering your questions that you could only ask a really good friend. They'll give you insights as to what is happening in the Arizona market. Today, my guest is Mary Holman. Hi, Brent. Hi, Mary. Thanks so much for joining us. Mary is the director of our private bank here at National Bank of Arizona. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. Today, we're talking about key areas to focus on in your personal finances, talking about our households and how we kind of think about the future, especially when we hear some of the economic news uh, that we read and hear about and, and what's going to be happening. Well, I think this topic is really on point because many of us need to really understand our personal finances. Right. No matter where we are in our lifestyle, our life experiences, our age, we still need to understand our personal finances. Right. And to me, that starts really with a basic of knowing what comes in and what goes out. Yeah. Also known as a budget. Right. So, I mean, I know that you've had probably many a conversation with people over your years in banking, and they really don't know how much they're spending. They kind of know how much is coming in, but they really don't know how much is spending. They're spending. So I like to call that knowing your financial health. Yeah, We all are interested in some shape or form of our health. So why not your financial health? Yeah, and it's it's where it's it's so often as is the case in life, the simple things, the the discipline of 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 doing kind of the ABCs, the fundamentals, they oftentimes are the hardest just to even get started. Is that kind of what you found as well? I have. It's it's something we all basically know. Right. It's like I really know I should know this. Right. But we don't take the time to do it because sometimes we're afraid to. Right. Candidly, we're afraid to find out. We don't what, like to see. We don't like to see what the numbers are going to play out. Right. But you need to, and it can be as simple as taking a piece of paper and writing your income down on one side and writing your expenses down on the other, and then seeing what they look like when you t- <clears throat> subtract one from the other. It's where you're a, at. It's a little bit like getting on the scale, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can be a little scary. We don't want to get on that scale. We don't want to see what the number says, but that's kind of the starting point. It is very much the starting point. Yeah. And surprisingly, we would think that, especially as bankers, we think that everybody should know this. Right. I can personally tell you, I didn't know this when I started off as a banker. Right. I just made some money and spent some money. Right. And had I taken the time to really sit down and look at that, probably would have saved a lot more along the way. Yeah, it's human nature, I think. Too often we all uh, expect that today's reality will be tomorrow's reality. And, and the fact is that it's just not the case. And we have, we have, we have, re- we have cycles and economic, economic recessions and, uh, you know, that have proven that time and time again, yet are our, our something something in our nature says no it's you know my paycheck is going to be the same or better uh, in a year from now and, and 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 I'm gonna have the same margins well that's just not necessarily the case you're you're very right and and we know that as bankers right because we've seen that right um, but it's very easy as the consumer especially if perhaps you're working for a corporation and so that paycheck is rather steady right 
if you're in a small business, as you've talked about in the past, you might have a different understanding of what that paycheck looks like. Right. Because you go basically according to what you can afford right. when you're running your own business. So again, I think having that good counsel, mm-hmm. having a good banker, right. I I always encourage people to have a good banker, whether it's your personal banker, whether it's your business banker, whether it's your private banker as you build your net worth. Have a good confidant. Have a banker. You do have a banker? Yeah. It's good. I I mean, really, you need to have have a banker. I think that's absolutely critical. I think that's a really, really good point. Um, It's it's a little bit like a doctor. You, You don't often think about your doctor until you need your doctor. Well, a banker's very much the same way. And if you haven't taken the time to get to know your banker, then when you really need them, it's it's a tough place to begin. It's a tough place to start from. I couldn't agree with you more. And I encourage anybody that I talk to about this very topic to walk into their local bank and start having that conversation. Get to know that person. Right. It matters and it makes a difference. Right. Because they can help you. They can help. Yeah, that's what they're there for. So <clears throat> getting a plan, beginning, starting, understanding the income, more importantly, understanding the expense Correct. side of the budget is is an area where everyone can kind of improve. Uh, so what do you, how about from a saving standpoint? Uh, you know, what's the plan? What Do you have a rule of thumb? Do you like to kind of go, you know, three months, six months? Uh, yeah. Well, what are your I, thoughts on savings? I think most most people would say six to nine months, something like that. But that can be daunting. Right. So what what I never want to encourage anybody to do is set something that they can't achieve. Right. So start with whatever your budget can afford. I mean, there are literally people who could maybe only put twenty five dollars a month away. Right. That's okay. Right. Start by improving your financial health. It's the discipline. It of is it, the right? discipline. So as you. As you then, let's say you get a raise, instead of spending it, mm-hmm. save it. Right. For those who are in larger corporations who offer 401ks, or perhaps they're with a small business that offers a 401k, definitely take advantage of that 401k. Right. It's just, again, understanding where you are and then having a goal to get somewhere else and to improve. I remember my first uh, my first economics professor in college, uh, he challenged all of us to save our first $1,000. And for for poor college kids, $1,000 might as well have been a million. Yeah, that's a lot. It, it right. was a lot. And, uh, and, and it was really interesting. Everyone in the class, with the exception of two students, um, were able to save a th- uh, by the end of the semester. So the, the goal was to save from our respective jobs, et cetera, to save $1,000. And and uh, all but two of the students were able to do that, and I remember that that was that was a that was a lesson because it it was a lesson in denial, yeah. in self denial, yeah. yeah. which is part of this whole process. Um, that's kind of what I want to I want to touch on that area because it really goes to savings and understanding your expense side. You said something earlier in your career. You know, you, we get a job, we get checks coming in, and it's like. Man, the 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 uh, the so, purchase the purchasing has begun, right? right? Woohoo! Right, <laughs> yay! <clears throat> but there's something important I think for people to really acknowledge, and that is this this concept of of denying yourself until you're able to pay or um, adequately plan for the credit side of the equation to pay for something, cars, homes, uh, vacations. I mean, h- how do you kind of see that? Well, I think. Again, it goes back to the goals and setting a goal. 
many times I've found when I've talked to people who are having a difficult time really understanding where their budget is and, and how they can move forward, it's that when they fall, when they when they don't put the $100 a month away, right. then they just say, oh, to heck with it. I'm done. Right. Just get back on, get back on track and continue to have that goal. Have a short-term goal and a long-term goal. What your professor did was really probably life-changing to right. many in your in that right. classroom, just a little thing. Parents can do this by truly having the, the piggy bank and and saving. Mary, I don't know how many of, of the listeners today will, will remember the Great Recession, mm-hmm. but for uh, you and I, we remember it very, very well. Correct. And we saw our economy literally be turned upside down and then shaken uh, about a thousand times. Right. And while I'm not predicting one way or the other, I'm not an economist, uh, I have been a, in this business long enough to see a lot of different recessions and impacts and cycles. And the Great Recession in 2008 was, was clearly one that historians will write about for a long time. Right. In a recession, lots of things happen. What, what are some of those, what are the, some of those tangible things that happen in a recession? Well... Unfortunately, one of those things is somebody might lose their job. Right. 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 Um, or their pay may get cut so that they can still have a job. Right. So then what does that do to their whole family budget? Whether they're single, they have a family, if they're two income, you that's part of knowing your income and outflows. Right preparing for the worst to take a look at their budgets now. But how can you cut things? Right. Some examples, can you carpool, cut back on gas? Right. Can you, I, I used to go to the Circle K every day and get a large Diet Coke. Right. A dollar. Right. Okay, a dollar. Right. It's not a big deal. $20, $30 a month. Right. Times 12, $360. Becomes it becomes a real number. So you can start to look at things. I know that's very small, right. but you can do it on a bigger s- scale too. Right. Start. You know, if, you, if if somebody gets a raise, right. don't spend it. Right, put it away. Put it away. Yeah. You know, um, speaking of uh, of the big gulp, uh, thinking about all the Starbucks listeners out yeah. there <laughs> yeah. with, I, with the uh, with the uh, the five, lattes six, and the ten, cappuccinos. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, you know, those prices aren't going down, but that, that's part of this 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 stewardship uh, that we're asking people to take a, a real hard look at. What about retirement savings, 401ks? Uh, you know, when, when the recessions hit, those markets get hit and, and they get hit hard, especially in the Great Recession. I mean, 50% drop in value. Right. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, that's it, scary. It's especially depending on where you are in your horizon for retirement. Right. If you're 20 and that happens, you have a much longer horizon. Right. If you're 60 and that happens, it's a little bit more frightening. Right. It's a perfect time, and it's a perfect time throughout your entire life. Right. To check in with a financial advisor. Right. And see how you are prepared for that downturn. Do you have the resources if you lost a job, if you had to retire early, if you're in that part of stage of your life? Right. If you're younger, then talk to your advisor and say, okay, my 401k is going down. What does that mean? And and they might say, well, 
you might need not to put as much right, right now. Right. Maybe you're putting 10% instead right. of a 6% because right. you were doing well. Now things have changed. Those are the kinds of conversations you need to have. Right. Ignoring it and, and, and not paying attention or not doing it aren't good strategies. Right. And I think, I think many of us learned in the recession when whether you were adult or whether you, uh, you saw your parents go through the recession, sometimes living above your means. Yeah is never a good idea, right. no matter what the economics are today. Right. It's easy to get into. I'm not saying that I haven't done it because I can raise my hand and say I have. As most people can. Yes, but if you can learn from the past, right. then the past would tell us we need to be very cautious and not overextend. Right. And that's why banks, when you're, honestly, when you're going to get a loan, we have things called debt to income. Right. We want to make sure that you don't have too much debt to the income that you bring in. Right. So those are the kinds of things I think you need to be thinking about as this talk of a recession, which again, you and I have no idea right. whether that's going to happen or not. You need to be a little bit more aware. Right. You know, I think the reason why I'm so why I care so much about this this topic we're talking about today, planning for the future and really thinking about where we're at and, and having the courage to look and start going through a disciplined approach to, to our financial health is, you know, I, I have a personal story living through the 2008 Great Recession. I can tell you that we were not, in my household, we weren't ready for that recession. Mm -hmm. And and I count myself uh, in the in the long line of folks that um, without the the paycheck and the job that I had at the time, which was in banking, um, we would have been in dire straits. We were not prepared for that recession. I I get it. I had a similar experience before the recession. Mm. Of I uh, was associated with a small business and making money hand Didn't over fist, out. and then 9-11 happened. Mm. And that business was heavily tied to the technology industry and went belly up in a matter of months and lost all the income. It was gone. And yeah. had there not been some savings, would have been sold the house, did all those things. So, so you, you had savings to- I had savings to get, get me over the hump, but I had to give up all the possessions. That's great. I tell the story of, of during the recession, we had, to, we, had a, we had a small payment due, uh, my wife and I, and it was, I won't tell, I won't say the amount, but it was all we could do to come up with that money. Uh, and and, and I, I remember that. And I think about that often uh, and it, it absolutely, uh, changed the trajectory for me um, personally, and uh, it's allowed me to look back over these last 10, 11 years with, uh, not with regret, but actually a badge of honor and a source of pride exactly. that that was the moment where I said, enough's enough. I was on the scale. Yeah, yeah you got on the scale. <laughs> got on you the had, scale. You had to make things, you had to make a change. You had to make a change. And for all of our listeners, I think Brent and I would love the most for you not to ever have to experience right. that. So the takeaway is get on the scale. See look, the number. See the number, get that piece of paper out, know what your income is, know what your outflow, and then start a plan. Great words of wisdom, Mary, thank you. Thanks, Brent. And don't forget to follow us online and feel free to leave a comment on any question you have or financial topics you'd like for us to discuss in future episodes. Thanks for listening. 
All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. The podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Zions Bank Corporation NA entity to the listener. Neither Zions Bank Corporation NA nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast and any liability therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Zion's Bank Corporation N.A., and Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving advice, investment, or otherwise by Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. entity. Copyright reserved by Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. National Make of Arizona, a division of Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. member FDIC.